You're listening to the Strong Roots Podcast, the show about strengthening our roots with discussions about health and wealth with your host, Carrie B. Carrie will cover a wide range of topics ranging from gut health to changing habits to managing our money. And just like life, you never know what this podcast is going to throw at you. And now here's your host, Carrie Bean. Welcome to this edition, I should say combined edition of Wine and Dime and Strong Roots podcasts. Once again, Carrie Bean, one of our financial planners, newly minted as a CFB, is joining us to talk about a project that she and I have been working on for several months. Um, Actually, many of you know that I have been a long-term coach of Fiscal Fitness Clubs, and we are doing some collaborative collaborative work with them. And Carrie is actually going to be doing a bit more of the coaching as well. And we wanted to highlight some of the ideas behind financial coaching today, because a lot of people think of financial planners as people that work on investments, but we actually do a lot of additional work around finances that I think a lot of people don't know that we do. So Carrie is actually live and in person. We are in her home in Oklahoma doing this podcast today. So Carrie, thanks for having me here. I'm excited to be here, excited to be part of Fiscal Fitness Clubs and of course, working at Rooted and excited to be a CFP officially, officially. Um, Yeah. It's such when you get that get to use those credentials. Um, I think there's such pride in it because it takes so much work to get them. I'm not sure that a lot of people realize the amount of education that is required. Like you can't just sit for the exam. You have to have a bachelor's degree. You have to have the coursework that they require. And then you get to sit for this intense exam that um, I'm not an attorney, so I don't know, but I've asked attorneys that have taken both exams and they said they'd rather sit for the bar exam over the CFP exam. So I don't know what that says about the exam other than I know you and I both thought it was very hard. And there's a lot of um, ongoing requirements, like education requirements that we have to meet as well to maintain that designation. So I'm not sure that we give it the credibility sometimes with the public that we should because... Once we get that designation, it's like, whew, glad that we got it. But I don't think a lot of people truly understand what goes into getting it and maintaining it. What was the, for you, what was, and, and you had hours that, when, for people that don't know this too, but once you pass the exam, you don't immediately get to use the designation. You have to do, what they call service hours or um, experience hours, which is it approximately three years worth of hours to do. So what would you say was the toughest for you before we dig into the, the whole fiscal fitness? Mm-hmm. I think just living in an area where there's no other CFPs practicing um, and being a career changer and not knowing the route that I needed to take. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, as you know, in our industry will become financial planners or advisors or work at places and then later pursue Mm -hmm. the CFP designation. And I did a lot of homework before and figured out that I wanted to be a CFP, went back to school, passed the exam and then needed all this experience. Whereas like like Kate that works with us, 
she passed the exam and got to immediately use the marks. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was a frustrating thing to pass the exam and then still have this other hurdle to not be able to use the marks until I had the experience. Um, And there wasn't anywhere that I could go to work. Mm -hmm. So that was a whole nother hurdle that, you know, goes into my backstory that we won't get into, but I'm there. It's over with and done. Check, check, check. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you and I, um, since part of this show is the wine and dine part as well, you and I spent this past weekend kind of touring the area that you're talking about, getting a feel for what it was set up for. And for those that are listening, of course, I'm going to have to go back to the whole, yes, I had wine in (laughs) Oklahoma. We actually went to three wineries. And uh, one of them was the winery that we featured a bit ago, Girls Gone Wine. And uh, tried some unique wines that were there. Um, really found a couple of good ones that we really like. They have a lot of sweet, but they also have a lot of dry and, and uh, both white, red and blush category. So just had to give a plug for the, the local winery That's here right. in, yeah. in the area. But um, and if, if anybody's wondering, of course, we um, embellished and had a couple of glasses of wine while I was yes. here. <laughs> I'm slowly converting to dry. <laughs> you actually had a Malbec last night that you yeah. really liked, which would definitely be on the dry side. Yes. So, um, so for those that are wondering what we're actually talking about when we get into the fiscal fitness clubs, um, what when you think about finances, there's a lot of things that... Um, touch our lives every single day that is financially related. The moment you get out of bed, it is really, you know, you're taking a shower. Well, that costs money. I mean, there's water bill, there's electric to heat the water. Everything we do in our life really is in some way, shape or form touched by finances. And so when we say to people what we do, we often get, oh, what's the hot tip for the the next stock or mutual fund? And we're like, we we really don't know. We don't have an idea. So the uh, concept behind Fiscal Fitness Clubs, which was started by two wonderful women um, that are just extraordinary in this profession. And and we're kind of trying to continue that legacy. The idea behind it was that it would provide education around finances so that people... Because we often hear too, well, where do I start? And if you can come to the table with a little bit of education about particular topics, then that just helps lead the conversation a little bit. Yeah. And I think from a, when, when everybody thinks about money, they think about themselves. And I go back to why I wanted to become a CFP. It really had nothing to do with investments. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very important. But when people wake up every day, they're going to work, they're taking their shower they're you know, they're, they're going through their daily work. For the most part, people probably aren't super concerned about what stock they're in. They're more worried about their everyday life. And that's something I've always been passionate about. And I think that is a weakness as a society. We're not educated on mm-hmm. money the way we should be. And there's, You can blame it on anybody. You can blame it on your parents, the school system, whatever. But at the end of the day, you need some self-responsibility and can educate yourself. And that's why I'm so passionate about this program is because it gives people so many resources to do those things um, and get control of their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's 
So if people are interested in exploring more, if you go down our website, one of the offerings is physical fitness clubs. That's one of the offerings that's being mentioned out there now. But let's talk to people about, you know, the concept behind it. Like what does that service offering actually look about, look like? And why is that so important to even our existing clients? I think, I think of two or three things right off, like words right off the bat. One of them is, is DIY. And that is you have access to a lot of resources. Um, you know, it comes out, we have videos mm-hmm. and we have a monthly class that you can take and you can watch the video at your convenience. And then we have, you know, um, clubs where you can join a club and be part of a group and you, we can create your own club with mm-hmm. your own people or you can join a club that already exists or potentially adding more clubs right now. Um, and the other thing that comes to mind is like, if you're not ready, if you don't think you're ready to just full fledged jump in into working with a financial planner, this is an option that you can work at your own pace and you can do as much or as little as you would like and educate yourself a little bit on areas that you feel weak in. And, um, you know, you can do it with your, with yourself, with your spouse, you know, anybody, your children can, can learn with you. So that's something that is really important to me is, is educating ourselves and spending the time to understand not only the finances and investments, but your behaviors and the psychology behind money and, and all of those things. So, well, and I think a lot of times too, when you're thinking about busy families, like the past few days that I've been here with you, I mean, I see how busy you guys are. I mean, I knew that before mm-hmm. to, to a certain extent, but you know, I'm listening to your kids talk and I'm watching your kids interact with their friends and I'm watching how, you know, this morning your son went off to um, cross country practice. You picked me up at the little cabin that I'm staying mm-hmm. in. He's sleeping in the back seat. Then you go to your other job and then you come here and you work with <laughs> me. I mean, that's, that's like a week for me. So and Raylan <laughs> left at five thirty. Exactly. Right. So one kid leaves at five thirty. One kid practices. It's the norm, I think. And when you're a parent, it becomes the norm. Amy kept saying, "You're driving so much." Yeah. yeah. Well, I may be, but it feels so normal. Yeah. It feels so normal to me. Um, so, but, yeah, but people, you know, people need that flexibility mm-hmm. of you know, I don't want to work fifteen hour days. Yeah. You know, so. So it's tough because as a financial planner slash coach, you know, I realize that people have really busy lives too, but I get up at five o'clock in the morning, most mornings, and I work until six o'clock at night and then I come home and I can't do those really odd hours that are convenient for a lot of these busy families. It's just really hard for me personally, just yeah. like it would be hard for you to do a, you know, seven o'clock meeting. But fiscal fitness clubs allows people to go into the online product and and service and do it when it's convenient for them. So if nine o'clock at night is a good time for you to be working on your finances, we've got videos, we've got articles that you can read, we've got checklists. I mean, that it is a do it yourself, um, but you can send an email if you have a question. Mm -hmm. Um, So it allows that flexibility that we're not able to give in our normal lives. That to me, that's the best, the best piece is because yes, we do. We do offer the, the videos, 
but then we're also offering the the accountability mm-hmm. and we're offering you the club option mm-hmm. and there are some online live uh, question type answers for the classes that are out there too so there's a lot of choices yeah you can connect as much or as little as you would like right and we have coaches hours mm-hmm. so if you do want to actually talk to somebody you have questions that you want to get a better understanding of what tasks you're supposed to be doing or you know, better definitions of things, then you can come to coaches hours and you can ask those questions and you can stay for the entire time or you can just pop in, ask a question and then leave. And if you find the thing that I think I love most about this particular service is that if you find that this isn't enough, like if if you are finding that you're struggling to do the work, or that you want more than a do-it-yourself relationship. Well, then you're coming to us for individual coaching, which of course is going to cost a little bit more because you're getting us individually. But you have done some of the legwork in advance. Yeah, and that's and that's probably what's it most like when I before I started doing this and I started thinking about working with a financial advisor. And I would look up people that are near me, which is actually a pretty good ways away for me to get like a real comprehensive financial plan. It was overwhelming and intimidating. And even all, some of the requirements to even become their client, yeah. I didn't meet. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, at the time I found in it, you know, and this was maybe five, six, seven years ago. I can't remember now, but. I've always been so curious and just wanted to do right with my finances that, you know, I research a lot. I was researching financial planners. I found a certified financial planner in Dallas. I found somebody and I thought, you know what? Just his website felt right. Mm -hmm. This is the one. Well, he didn't accept people with any consumer debt. And so then I was like, okay, well, I have a, I think at the time I had a vehicle payment or, I can't remember. And I just remember thinking, I'm not ready for a financial advisor. And that was such a roadblock for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and frustrating that, I, you know, it was just more incentive to, I really want to help people and I don't want to put these roadblocks up. And that's why I think if people feel like they're not ready, which we don't turn people down that have consumer debt, right, right. because we don't, we know that people's lives aren't perfect, just like ours aren't. Amy spent some time helping me with my financial plan (laughs) because it's so hard when it's just you yourself looking at your numbers all day and you can't remove the emotion, which is where I struggle with. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I wanted, I think this program gives people the perfect opportunity to get their feet wet, get started, Mm -hmm. educate yourself a little bit, Mm -hmm. and then jump in. If, If you're ready for a financial plan, you know, seek out one of us. And we have plenty of different personalities too. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing about our firm is that it's not just, so um, Carrie talked about this service is available to anybody. It is you know, like 30 bucks a month for this plan. And then if you wanted to pay all up front for the entire year, we basically give two months free. So it's two ninety nine for the entire year. And each month you go through a separate task. And I think that's what helps break it down a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. So like the very first month, all we talk about is getting organized. 
We don't even get into the financial aspects of things yet, other than to say errors can happen when we aren't organized. Mm-hmm. So, and we won't like, we'll help you with a couple different ideas about getting organized, but everybody's organization system is very different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's where it starts is, is with a, a simple process like that. Like, let's get your, your documents organized. Let's get your finances organized. Let's figure out how you're going to track when your bills come in. Mm-hmm. So it's not about, um, it's not about finances all the time. Sometimes it's about, uh, you know, talking through a process and then, and then the second month gets into a different topic. And so each month we talk about a different topic with you. And depending on when you join the clubs, obviously is, you know, sort of the priorities, but we do start with everybody, um, on that get organized yeah. side of things. The other thing that we start with, and I don't want to go into too much details, but is, is the psychology of money mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. And that's such an important piece to me because most people, even if you're single and not married, the, the psychology side of money and the, I, I always say emotional side because mm-hmm. I'm not even a very, and a very, emo, I don't think I am a very emotional person, but there's so many triggers in our world. And I think that when we address some of those things and think about the way we think about money, mm-hmm. you know, that's really important too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a part of the first piece too. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So I think another thing, and I know this is a much shorter um, conversation than we normally have with, um, with Wine and Dime and with Strong Roots, but um, we are going, we wanted to announce this particular service that we're offering and the importance of it. And even to our existing clients, like the idea behind offering it to their kids mm-hmm. for like a Christmas present or mm-hmm. a birthday present or yeah. a graduation present. Um, and we are going to be doing a series. So each month, Carrie and I are you know, going to be doing one podcast a month where we're talking about a different level of, um, I guess you want to say, um, education behind what, what we're doing with this particular service. And she already mentioned the psychology of money. And the psychology of money is actually going to be the next thing that we talk about on our podcast because a lot of people don't realize the the reason that they're making purchases or why they're spending their money a particular way. And there actually is quite a um, underlying psychology to the way that we are indeed spending our money. So um, we want you to stay tuned. We want you to get as excited about this as we are. And uh, Carrie, in closing, anything in particular that you want to um, mention to folks about the upcoming, uh, I guess we're calling it our summer club, right? If people are yeah, interested, contact uh, you. Yes. So yeah. we're starting some summer clubs. There's not any rhyme or reason uh, to it yet. But if you have yourself and you're interested in a club, contact me. Um, Carrie at, at yeah. rootedpg.com. Yeah. K-E-R-R-I-E. Spelled yes. kind of weird. Um, and we're going to put together some clubs ourselves. So looking forward to that. It'll be fun. It's not boring. So no, Carrie's a hoot and a half. I love her. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening. If you have any questions or you want us to be covering questions in the future, we're going to start doing some mailbag questions. And um, we'd love to hear from you. You can send those questions at info at rootedpg.com 
or Carrie, K-E-R-R-I-E at rootedpg.com. And we'll start pulling those questions out of the mailbag on a week, on a monthly basis and answering those questions for you. And that will about wrap up this episode of the Strongers Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to tune in next time for more ways to strengthen our roots.